0: heart's on my card again At the crib telling your
1: girl that we should order in Hello, hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Write the Radio podcast, where we here at Last Out Media put down our pens, close the keyboards, and talk about what we've been writing about. I am Matt Maritea. I am here introducing our two fabulous co-hosts and writers Rob Whitney, a.k.a. Robo the Writer, a.k.a. Young Spud, a.k.a. a.k.a. the editor with the sore eyes. How you doing today, Rob?
0: Uh, oh, man. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm glad to be back within the friendly confines. We got our boy, the man, Taylor, behind the glass, making it sound pretty and beautiful as it usually does. So your boy, Bobby Dubs is ready to go. What's up, Manoff?
1: And uh, we, we have Manoff, <laughs> our academic, our scholar.
0: The engineer.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got the wrong guy. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing academic about me, man. Uh, how um, much Sixers do you watch in class? Every game, like almost exclusively now. You- every game, every. I've uh, I've
2: legitimately like been in a hangar working on an airplane for a class, and said, "Hold on," and I've had to walk over to my computer and do a Zoom conference
1: mm-hmm. for the post game. Do you ever, like, accidentally, like, slam into an airplane just because you're no. celebrating a zoom-off call? No, I don't. I don't <laughs>
2: um, I don't really celebrate too much. I'm not very celebrate Is
1: that a word?
0: Celebratory. I
1: yeah. Yeah. told word. you I'm not
0: academic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I could imagine, like, if I was listening to, like, maybe even a national broadcast, right, and I'm doing something, and I hear one of those Mike Breen bangs. Yeah. I was just like, ah. No, I'm, I'm like very, hand in wrench.
0: Oh, I'm very oh, yeah.
1: even kill mm-hmm. during
2: games and stuff.
0: It I can't do it. I can't do it. I remember I worked like I worked for like eight years. I worked in the electronics department for Sears in uh, the Willow Grove Mall. And in other times, there were TVs, like back in the day, were TVs across the wall, you know, plasmas, LCDs, whatever. And I would always have the Eagles game going on my shift. If I worked Sundays, I worked the whole day. You work 11 to 7, which is open to close on a Sunday. And I would have had a game on. And without fail, something big would happen. I don't care if I'm ringing you up <laughs> or if I'm discussing something. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh shit, I'm at work. This is not my living room. <laughs> Anyway, that'll be fifty three ninety eight, ma'am. Congratulations card. <laughs> you know,
1: I have the I have the same issue when I'm working at Zed's at the brewery, right? Because 'Cause we'll have, you know, sometimes it's the Eagles games on, sometimes it's the Flyers games or Sixers games, right? I'll be sort of patrolling the bar or the tap room, and then all of a sudden I'll be cranking my head back to that TV and it's yeah, and then I'm trying not to get into a foul mood as things go horribly awry. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday it was bad because
2: I had I had my tablet on like the toolbox, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone just started kind of coming around and like watching it with me. I'm like, "Yo, guys, no, no, you can't group around here right now. Like, you're gonna get you, you know, but." I don't think that my instructor really cares. Like, guys, shh! I'm talking to Doc. Like, come on. <laughs> oh no! I was, I was just watching the game yesterday, but I didn't <laughs> like you want. you to get instructor. us all in trouble. Yeah. Yo, I didn't, want the, I didn't want the instructor to call uh, say anything.
0: Mm-hmm. I have been told we have the lovely Vince Quinn on the line. Vincent.
1: It is no.
3: <laughs>
1: It is in fact Vince Quinn. Vince, how you doing today?
3: I'm doing good. I got a beer in my hand. I started drinking at like three. It's been great. How are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why'd you start so late? Exactly. It's five o'clock somewhere.
3: It was what? time, man. I mean, I got up, like, I've been in this early morning cycle where I'm getting up at like 6.30 all the time, which is very new for me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm getting serious burnout in the afternoons. And I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not doing anything the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm just having some beers and the shit so what, here we are what's,
2: what's the earliest you ever started drinking like not drank all night and we're still drinking at like five in the morning like actually went to bed woke up and was like we're gonna start drinking now
3: Oh, a couple of times uh let's see one was i had a senior week house in wildwood or ocean city i had an ocean city with a couple of guys that was all sorts of reckless and despicable behavior but you know we were like 18 so that's how it goes um and then Let's see. Another time, State Paddy's Day. Oh my god. Oh, State yeah. Paddy's Day. Oh, I was yeah. like I, I was I was playing Edward Forty Hands at seven <laughs> in the morning on State Paddy's Day.
1: <laughs> okay, what is your malt liquor of choice for Edward Forty Hands?
3: Ooh, uh it's been a while. Hurricanes were the traditional because I, I could go down the street like this was crazy. When I was in college, we didn't play Forty Hands all the time, but like we played it a couple of times. <laughs> it was fun. So there was a place down the street from us that would sell hurricanes for a buck fifty a piece. So nice. we were drinking hurricanes, man. Like that was a drink of choice.
1: That's a good one. Personally, I'm an old English guy.
0: I was getting ready to say that, man. You read my mind. Old English. E- you got to yep. get an ing bing. That's what we call
2: <laughs> them. In the I've never played Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> you missing
0: it?
3: No. Yeah. I mean, no, because not, it was like, always you, you really missed out. It's
2: it was always dumb to me. Yeah, I funny. don't want to say you missed out, but it's So when I when I used to drink and uh I did heavily for a while, um, the goal was to get hammered and find somebody, you know, that I was attracted to, you know, the opposite sex. Are we allowed to still talk about sexes and stuff? Yeah. All right. So, so Edward Forty hands, like me walking around with forties duct taped my hands, didn't allow me to try to pick up girls. Well, so I'd rather just take shots. The, the
1: point of the game is to places. finish quickly, exactly. Yeah, but
2: I can finish well, a see, shot quicker. The
3: thing is, I couldn't pick up women, so that's that's what that's I what the alcohol is for.
2: I can't pick up women either. It's been five years, and I have well, I've been married, so but like I can I can I can barely talk to you guys on the yeah. mic without you know being somewhat intoxicated.
1: Like that was the thing. It was sort of like a pregame, like for me and my friends. Like yeah. we, we would have one neutral observer, the taper. Right, and then you know we would do that before the party really got going Did you right? guys ever do you guys ever play slap the sack or slap the bag yeah yeah all
2: right mm-hmm. because yeah. I learned that at Westchester one day <laughs> wait it hurts <laughs> I think we have a different game then
1: no I mean like like the, not you no know, like, the cheap wine afterwards uh, okay. it hurts <laughs> mentally physically <laughs> I did I used to do it down in Wildwood crazy
3: yeah, is brutal. <laughs>
2: So what are you drinking now?
3: Uh, Do you guys know Sour Monkey from Victory?
2: Yes. No.
3: (laughs) Oh, excellent beer. Excellent beer. One, uh, it's about 9% alcohol per beer. Two, it's like 12 bucks for a six-pack. And three, it's actually good. So (laughs) to have all three of those things together is absolutely great. So... Uh, and it's it's commonly available. Like, I mean, I'm living in the middle of Jersey, and it's available here. So I've been able to pick it up, and, and that's my beer choice, man. I drink Sour Monkey all the time. Now, obviously, you have a couple of 9% beers, you're going to get pretty trash, so you got to limit your intake. But if you're looking to just have three or four beers and, and have a pretty good vibe going on, Sour Monkey, that's the beer.
1: Yeah, around the holiday time, I went with their Merry Monkey, right? Which is same sort of beer, around the 9 10% mark, only, you know... Holiday. Do, right?
2: do they make Golden Monkey?
1: Yes. Okay. I've had one Golden Monkey yeah, in my same life. One. My dad had no idea that they were as high as they were. Had about, you know, six or seven of them and then went sideways. Wait, are they are they high percentage? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> wait, so the uh, victories in Xfinity,
2: right? A yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was there yeah. for an Eagles game. I went there before or after, and some kid bought me. A uh, golden monkey, and that's one of the last things I remember. He also mixed. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> in, in my defense, he it was also mixed with you know uh, a Molly or two, and things went downhill after that. The kid who bought me this golden monkey was also my drug dealer at the time. Well,
3: there you
0: go. Yeah. Well, there you Don't do drugs. That's the PSA yeah. for the day. Well, Why do
3: you mention, Matt, that, that with uh, with your dad doing it with the golden monkey? Because I had an uncle that did it at a family party, too. He had, like, five or six golden monkeys, and he was like, oh, shit. And then, you know, it's like 8 o'clock, so there was plenty of time left in the party. He had to put himself to bed because he just knew he was going to be out of control.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's,
0: that's one that can definitely... Sneak up on you. So I would advise people, always read your labels. Oh, yeah, for Mm. sure, for sure. I remember when the the Four Loco craze was big, and they had that first original batch. Oh, the (laughs) the
4: first batch. The
0: the (laughs) (laughs) pre-Band Locos? (laughs) Exactly.
2: If you're not Uh, our age... And you didn't get that first pass Four local. You have no idea.
0: You have that, no what idea means. what Jim is like. I remember yeah. literally waking up and hearing horror stories about whatever I did the night before, because I have no recollection. You, They're like, <laughs> we had to turn you over on your side because you were vomiting. And we don't want you to choke when you're vomiting. You were falling all over. because I woke up with all types of bruises and cuts and shit. I was like, what did I do? Where was I? Why does Dude. my why do my legs hurt?
2: Dude, out of all like. <laughs> I've done some serious what? stimulants in my life, and like, like four those four locos hit something different back in the day.
0: Oh, they were a beast. <sighs> they you were got, a you guys are
1: putting a yeah. smile on my face, but also making my heart palpitate a little bit. <laughs> exactly. I'm just getting those sort of like sweaty, <laughs> those sort of like sweaty, me sweaty memory going up
0: already. You're just talking <laughs> about it, the heart rates going up.
2: We, uh, when we we're, in, I won't get crazy stories. but When we were in Texas. Um, One weekend we decided to drive to Dallas. It was like two and a half hours away, and uh, we decided it was a good idea to, you know, drink going to ride down there. Just the non-drivers, all right. Dallas has no open container law. Um, It might, I don't know. But um, the only thing
1: about it that doesn't (laughs) suck.
2: (laughs) We drank drank, uh, four Locos on the way from uh, where the hell was I? Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, all the way to Dallas. And when I tell you that that was one of the most wild, craziest nights of my life, like we tried to fight a bum after he, so so some guy brought a homeless person up to you know drink with us, this mm-hmm. kid we were with, whatever. Then he was rapping for us for Captain Morgan. So we drank four logos, then we drank Captain when we got there. So then he like stole change off our ground because I mean he was homeless. Like there was change on the floor so who the hell cares? Well this prior service dude was all roided up and shit and he decided to start fighting them over it. And we're like dude, you're fighting him over like 75 cents. Who the hell cares? So then he, the, the homeless guy left to like go get his friends to follow us to the bar, right? And I'm he like, got a squad, god. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, so three of them like started following us and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, the homeless network.
4: <laughs> like a <laughs> homeless network. I'm like, well, how
2: did this happen? And this is how it started with four locos and stuff. And and by the end of the night, so the, the we never fought the homeless people. It didn't happen. The end of the night, my buddy got kicked out the bar. He was sitting on a like the the, the fucking curb, hammered. I bump into his girlfriend, who's in the bar with us. Who She was from Alabama. She met us there because he was from Alabama. Hello? She knocks a bottle out of my hand, and the bouncer kicks me out. And I'm pretty banged up, like pretty really banged up. Mm-hmm. I walk out, and the cops are talking to him. He could barely talk on the curb. And I, he's like, oh, that's Manoff. That's Manoff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know him. And I walked right back into the bar. <laughs> 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 I wasn't getting arrested. Like, I don't, I don't, fuck, fuck him. So, and then... Uh, <laughs> Then we went back to the room and we we basically were rock stars. We trashed the room. We broke both beds. Uh, shower curtain was ripped off the wall. Everything that was on the wall was ripped out. Um, somebody was thrown up everywhere. Um, I body checked my buddy into the, the the bathtub, which was full of fuck, which was full of beer and ice. You guys use the bathtub, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a normal thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta use the bathtub. when you're on any big trip. Not gonna like shower that, you there. The yeah.
2: the nah. Uh-uh. So any, anyway, yeah, so we drove home. We woke up the next morning, and the whole thing's trashed and I'm like trying to clean up, thinking so we don't get a bill and I think I set like literally set a lamp up, tried to put the lampshade back on and couldn't do it. Like I was still banged up at this point. I mean, we we had four or five Ford logos to start mm-hmm. the day. We tried to drive home. And the driver decided he was still too banged up to drive. We slept in a Jack and Box parking lot for six hours prior to driving back to to base in Fort Worth. First time I ever Jack and Box. It was awful. I threw it up.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Wait, was this before or after you went to sleep? This was before. Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah. After would have been the move. After would have been the movie. I didn't wake up until so wait, we were back if at you base. you
3: were absolutely trashed and you didn't like Jack in the Box, that is not a no, good endorsement. Jack is, in the Box, right? So this
2: was, this was post-drinking.
1: That might, drinking. That might so this be
2: was, too trashed. This was, hungover, <laughs> this was too hungover. Uh, now, Jack in the Box, when you're trashed, okay. if you want to go down this route, we used to go there when we were out in Vegas. Um, their chicken nugget, French fries with this cheese sauce at 3 in the morning when you're hammered is phenomenal. Just All right, mm-hmm. I'm
1: done. Or, like, one of the egg sandwiches when you're lightly hungover. Never had had an egg sandwich from there. When he's talking about the homeless guy going to get his buddies, all I'm picturing is, like, John Wick (laughs) 2 and Lawrence Fishburne's, like, network of homeless assassins. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I I don't think I've ever seen it, but, dude. Man is keeping pigeons on the rooftop (laughs) like he's Tyson.
2: (laughs) He literally got, like, two other guys and started following us, (laughs) and I'm like... (laughs) What is like,
0: am I going to go to jail for picking up the, a homeless they, guy today? He put like, out the club, start swarming. And I like, I, Oh, I'm, like, I'm on third and Jefferson. He's <laughs> like, Stony
2: Larry lives here, <laughs> dude. That guy, that prior service guy was so wild, man. There's something wrong with him. So, anyway, Vince, day drinking. So, de Puertes.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> de puertes. Yeah, well,
3: uh, well, thank God I'm not drinking Four Locos anymore because I, I was deep in that, dude. Like, I, <laughs> was, that was freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. That was that was it. I mean, I would go out and, like, my whole night, because I was flat broke, you know, so I would go out and I would spend five bucks. It was two Four Locos. I'd get, like, browned out every night. <laughs> that was freshman year.
1: Okay, in keeping with this theme, um, what is the best of the four Philly majors to tailgate? Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, or Flyers? Depends on when.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I would say on your average game, it's got to be the Eagles, right? Yeah, because yeah, that's setups, what I would though. think. Because like, people are just, yeah, the setups are crazy. When, I mean, you could people with like a regular ass box truck, and they got a full scale DJ shooting out the back of it. Like those setups are crazy.
4: When the,
2: when the Phillies are good, their tailgates are awesome, and it's a lot. It's in the summer. So, fuck the cold, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a bunch of, don't take this the wrong way if we have any of these listeners, a bunch of Port Richmond ass fucking drunks there. (laughs) Like, it's like actual (laughs) kids drinking. You know, like you go to the Eagles game sometime and and it's cool, but some of the older guys there, they're they're fucking douches. Right. (laughs) And and it's like the. They got their sunglasses. They're talking about uh, fucking softball. They'll probably make some
1: selfie videos talking shit. Right it's like the like 30 to 32 year old guys mm-hmm. that are like maybe have a kid they left at mom and dad's yeah. maybe don't definitely have a dog <laughs> and a girlfriend who's way too into their Instagram exactly. like something like that yeah yeah
0: I can't imagine what those like especially you think of the Eagles and those tailgates, what those tailgates are going to be now in the future? Sans our boy Carson Wentz and clearly the struggle that is going to be this team, we can foresee this. This oh, is a I'm team not. that's going to lose ten plus games for a while. I'm telling you now,
1: Jetro is going to get violent. Yeah, right,
0: so we need and to think, we need to know what think, that's going to be like now.
2: I think Philly's, moving forward, Philly's tail, tailgates, back in the day, at least when they were good, always felt more like a party. Mm-hmm. whereas, like, sometimes I feel like I can go to an Eagles game and they'll fight a Sixers player or something. Yeah. Like, they're a lot angrier there. <laughs> something about an the Eagles Wear tailgate. the right
0: jersey yeah. and you won't
1: get punched. It's like preparing <laughs> for war, which is slightly unnecessary, but, you know, it's our way. But they are fun. <laughs> yeah. They are fun, fun. What is a Sixers
0: tailgate like? There is no, none. None? Does it heaven? Well, it's usually the game is at 7 o'clock at night. You Nobody's know yeah. outside in the dark in the parking lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's really, like, non-existent. Uh, I think the biggest Sixers tailgate, like, I've ever seen, and I didn't go to it, was when the Mike Scott people got together two years ago. Yes. We celebrated yeah. the man who fought us. Exactly. <laughs> <that.
4: laughs>
2: it's so cool he knocked that dude out, too. So. And then, I don't know. I don't think the Flyers. Flyers tailgates, it's very it's
1: very localized right Yeah, there's it, like a couple yeah. couple people just drinking some beers before they go in usually yeah. right it's like you don't join up with another tailgater. there's nothing big yeah. right <laughs> it's just individuals scattered Tailgate. across the lot and then
2: yeah there's nothing yeah. like like i mean remember when e rock used to throw his tailgates mm-hmm. there's nothing like that for any other sports like there was never like set stuff
1: yeah, I always feel like if there yeah. is an environment that I favorite, it might be the Phillies just because one weather wise, and it just seems yeah. the overall friendliest. Right, like you could walk into a wiffle bat game at a Phillies tailgate. I
0: will, say, I will say the tailgates at the Union. Now that I've you know I've been covering the Union and been at Subaru Park over and over again, the tailgates like when they start bringing fans back and like, people were allowed like inside, those weren't that bad. Like I was seeing them, they was real fun. They they waved at me because they'd see me every week and they they see me with the press credentials on. Like, hey, how you doing? What do you think they're gonna do today? Do I got any interesting tidbits, all that kind of thing? So. At the union, they, that's that's another fun crowd. That's another light crowd. You don't have to worry about a whole lot of craziness going on. Everybody there is kind of chills. A lot more children, I would think, just from mm-hmm. from what I see sitting out there hanging out. And they they got music and shit and instruments. I was like, what the fuck are they doing with drums? think they got a fucking bass drum in the middle of the parking lot? But whatever, do your thing, <laughs> dupe, as they say. <laughs> like yeah. you know, but, you know you, like, the union yeah. is fun. And if yeah, you hook
1: fun. in with the sons of Ben, like when oh, they yeah. do their sponsor tailgates, they'll have. Cool. They'll have like an exclusive beer from Yards that they'll just give out to everybody who's there. Yeah, it, yeah do quite fun. You know what I should talk
2: to this about with right? Is Joe. Because I heard that NASCAR tailgates are <laughs> phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: check out Joe Pizarro. And NASCAR they're like
2: and, yeah. they're
1: like multi-days long, too. Well, that's what I'm having Joe and Eric do, actually. That's an upcoming project. Ah, there yeah, we go. We stumbled. We days? stumbled into writing. No, they're going down <laughs> to a race in Charlotte this summer together, right? So they're oh. going to, yeah, do the whole weekend, and they're going to have a great time. Eric just turned 21, so he's primed and ready. <laughs> he, he does NASCAR, too? I thought he was a hockey guy. Yeah, but he's a NASCAR fan. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's cool. It's weird, but it's cool.
3: Yeah,
4: NASCAR
3: <laughs> races are sick, man. I mean, that's that's a bucket list thing for me is to go and, like, just shoot the shit on the inner track of a race.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: All my bucket list stuff, like, the cool stuff where you, like, want to go tailgate something, all kind of got ruined when I stopped drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Like I guess it'd still be cool to tailgate like a NASCAR thing, but I don't know how long I can hang.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. The, the whole environment's different. Yeah. Like I would imagine a lot of people, for example, like if you were one of those like deadheads that was dropping acid every other day, and then what's well, still doing? Not doing acid yeah. all the time. You're not <laughs> go across the country, following the Grateful Dead. Like,
1: you could you could go tailgate like the Cannabis Cup or something.
0: Exactly,
1: that would be a good one.
2: No, but like. Yeah, I could, but then I'd probably just go to sleep. (laughs) What is the Cannabis Cup?
1: Is that a thing? Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, it's like an event where they like judge whatever and they give awards for like the best strain or things like that. Uh, Yeah, I think it used to be involved with whatever, like High Times Magazine, stuff like that.
4: mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I just... That doesn't seem like a very
3: hype event, though.
1: (laughs) What happened?
2: But it is it's
3: legal in Jersey. We'll start doing it ourselves yeah? soon. Yeah, we'll just run <laughs> a
2: cannabis cup. What we'll was stopping you? Just come over.
3: They just
0: come through, <laughs> slide through. Say yeah, let Let's go. <laughs> start doing, start step. doing what
3: dispensary reviews. Exactly. exactly. We so Manos, we smoke a bong together.
2: Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to have separate bongs yeah. with COVID. <laughs> but I got enough. Yeah. I will clean them. I got alcohol. We're good. Right. Exactly. No, but that there was you know what it's funny. I put the sour I, diesel. Before, Back when we were Yellow Jacket Mm -hmm. and I was cool with uh, Dan and Process Potables, they let me on and stuff. I always joked about, because I used to sit on my front porch and, you know, I had my bowl and my bong and watch the Sixers, that I was going to do a podcast that said, you know, bongs and buckets. Where I would just get high and talk about, you know, I would review a stream like Process Potables do. And then talk about, you know, basketball while I'm high. But literally, I can't. I'd have to do it in my house because I can't drive.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so if you guys want to bring some equipment over, get all media stream. We can all just oh, yeah. fucking smoke out my
1: basement. My kids won't mind. Fuck it. <laughs> we might need like one sober person just to make sure that we'll have to alternate that steers, right? In case exactly. nah, all no, of a no, sudden, no, 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 nope, g- nope, nope. Start getting nope. way too philosophical about Everybody, basketball. Exactly. Everybody's
2: gone. We're <laughs> There's no rules. (laughs) Taylor's down. I can see him. You know,
1: sometimes I just think about how Dr. J took to the skies
2: and changed the game. Start talking about So what if we're all just, you know, the ball is actually earth, and we're all just living on a basketball right now for a bigger game somewhere else? You know, Kyrie makes some good points. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, I'm done. I don't have my notes, so I got no notes.
0: where <laughs> um. you <laughs> Okay, well, I, I,
1: I'm, a, I'm a good little boy, and I have my notes here.
0: I have mine as well. Yes. I mean, the two, we go. can hop off of what Rob is talking about and talking about, you know, being high and all that. Now that the malaise has settled from Carson Wentz moving on, you're looking toward the draft. You got the number six pick. And you're wondering What do we do now And also What are the biggest regrets Seeing how this thing Has turned out Where we've gotten to With this franchise And and where they're moving forward I'll say for me The biggest regret Is the fact that There was It got so bad that it couldn't be fixed. I was all for, can they bring a guy in here? Maybe they can fix him because I saw the talent. I saw the potential. You're talking about a guy like, you take out that first, the rookie season, and this last season, he's one of only a few guys that would consistently giving you 20-plus touchdowns and less than 10 interceptions. That does not happen. And... It's sandwiched in between those two shit ears, and then you're like, oh, is this dude Any good? Was he really good? Was it all for not? Was he fraudulent or whatever? So that's my biggest regret that we didn't try to work on this. But moving forward, like, I just want to know how you guys felt it, is what, like, what are your aspirations? Is it, all right, we tanking now. We're letting everybody off. Ertz, you can go. uh <laughs> Cox, you can go. And we'll, we'll just rebuild. Are we in process Eagles mode? What are you guys thoughts?
1: It's it's tough, right? Because I want to say that I think they can turn it around, right? Based on you know the idea that where we should have been last year and where we could have been had you know say the coaching been different, the offensive line had been healthy, I think that would have been at least a middling playoff team. But then again. It, that's not really a place where you want to stay, and I don't see any way where they're able to advance beyond that this year. So, But I guess my biggest regret with the whole Carson Wentz situation is that we're losing him and we're not set up for success in any way after that. Right? There's no way where we're moving on and putting ourselves in a better position immediately.
0: No, right. we got worse, Yeah, exponentially worse if you ask me, and then we don't know what don't we're know doing about after that. We. I mean,
2: I'm. A, I like Carson. I'm not anti-Hertz, but you Carson was the worst statistic quarterback in the league last year. Like, it's not. It's
0: pretty I get hard that. To get worse. I get that. But now you only <laughs> have one at the position under contract on the entire team. You're going to have to at least draft one. You're going to have to Matt bring in a Jones. veteran. <laughs> you can bring him. I like Mac Jones. You are you going to bring in anything man, about like, him? I just know like, like, his name.
3: we can't talk Mac Jones at six. <laughs>
0: Who is Mac Jones? I don't
1: know. Hey, but Mac. If the, hey, Mac
2: Jones. <laughs> if the Eagles draft him, every time he throws a super, uh, touchdown, you can just yell that. I don't know. I don't know college football. So, yeah, Pros yeah. and cons. Yeah.
4: Exactly.
1: I, you know, it just—I don't.
4: I mean, it's hard to what tell what
1: situation we're in, right? Because we got rid of Wentz, and we're still in financial ruin. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I think they should trade everybody that's over 28 that's not on the offensive line
0: I'm just I'm just worried about where that qu- the quarterback position is the most important position on the team like we all know this. We all know what circles are on, what a quarterback can do. Look at Tampa. They had half of those weapons last year. Did anybody notice that or not? And it was one quarterback yeah. sands half the fucking interceptions and they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that that's how miraculous just somebody who's not screwing you over every time he takes the field can do to your team. So and how now you're start- like, where are we going? We got hurts and then we got a bunch of open spots. My boy Matt, he put out the, the Mariota thing. Go check that out on Last Out Media.
4: Thank you.
0: Quick pop from my boy. We met but uh, like is dad an answer as a backup well, do you go look for somebody else do you go get alex smith one-legged yes. ass off the, yes. of the heap like what do you do like i like, think you know how bad your organization has to be this guy would come back play in a year and you're like take a hike we're cool we're going with heineke heineke's our guy i think
2: i think alex smith is the perfect guy to bring in the backup hurts if I was Heineke, I would wear
1: double zero just for funsies. <laughs> yeah. Vince, where are you sitting these days on the idea of a backup quarterback?
3: Nick Foles. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick scares me because his high end's too good and people are going to get, you know, they're going to get addicted to Ryan Fitzpatrick for a short amount of time and that's a problem. So you oh, don't want that. Oh, you don't oh, want oh, to get the Magic. of Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's. Yeah, he's fullsy. I just can't do it. I'm not, I've seen what he's done in Miami and Buffalo and, like, every other of the 30 teams that he's played in the league. So I, I don't need to see that here. But Alex Smith is okay if he's willing for that. I think, honestly, Alex Smith isn't going to be an option. You, you look at him and, like, he's good. He's still good. You know, there's a team that should pay top dollar for a backup quarterback and give that money, you know, $8 million a year or something like that. Like, Alex Smith should have that for a really good team. But
4: he he should one hundred percent go Mariota, back to San Francisco. I know he's going around, mm-hmm.
3: Like, I'm not worried about Mariota. I'll say that. If people are like, "Oh well," I know you know people wanted him at the number two spot before, and I was interested in him at number two before. Do the so deal. Like, Chip Kelly's gone. Yeah, he stinks. He's not that good. Like he's a he's a clear backup. If we're gonna worry about Jalen Hurts and oh my God, how can he handle Marcus Mariota? Is the backup like now? We're just losing our minds here. <laughs> and if Mariota is fine. He's
0: fine. He's got no faith in the guy that got replaced by Ryan Tannehill, and Tannehill wound up looking like Montana. <laughs> well, I think there are actually yeah, some
1: interesting right. interesting parallels we can take from Mariota's like, opening season as to Hertz's, right? Sure. We were all was like, oh, Jalen's doing things that have never been done. Mariota kind of did those, right? Yeah. He had three consecutive games of like 250 passing yards, and, like, 100 rushing yards, right? He, he did some amazing things. He was the first quarterback to debut with a perfect passer rating, right? He hit 153.8. Well, I don't know how that's perfect, but whatever. <laughs> Math. Uh, Ryan I – mean, not Ryan Tannehill. Marcus Mariota in year one was pretty outstanding, right? Now, albeit he played the whole season, and they still weren't any good because it was the Titans – Right. (laughs) Those were the Ken Wisenhut years. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Shortly followed by the uh, malarkey, Mike Malarkey, Malarkey. the Mike Malarkey era.
3: Malarkey. Yeah. So just malarkey. It was the malarkey. Full of malarkey is what what it was.
1: Yes. (laughs) So he didn't exactly have a staff or weapons around him, you know, apart from their weird mishandling of Derrick Henry where they forced him to play second fiddle to Dion Lewis? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah.
0: I don't understand what that's about.
1: But it's, you know, I, I think there's something to look at in terms of bringing in Mariota just because he can be a model for Hertz. He's a little bit taller. Was technically like a half a second faster at the combine for what that's worth. <laughs> um, is Hawaiian, which is always fun. <laughs> 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 and you know what? I'm I'm still a little here's nostalgic the for the too. chip days. I'll
0: say it. <laughs> That's right. I said it. What?
2: Does Brian Hoyer <laughs> still can play?
3: I,
4: can I <laughs> know
0: with
2: Brian Hoyer. Yes, he does. In fact, <laughs> I'm bad, I'm being no, dead serious. Uh, Brian he, Hoyer. Oh my god. No, he's the backup. I want. So
3: with Mariota, here's the thing with Mariota. The, the other thing is that they drafted Hertz with the idea that they wanted to play two quarterbacks and do some gimmicky stuff with the backup quarterback. You could do that with Mariota like mm-hmm, You get have yeah. Dylan Hurts start and use him like an actual Quarterback and not screw around as much with him But then do some gadgety gimmicky Stuff with Mariota and nobody Cares like use him for that his legs Are his best quality so If he's your backup and that's what he's doing That's totally cool that works
2: so Wait Vince I have a serious question Do you actually sure. believe They drafted Hurts to do the Two quarterback stuff
3: I think that was a small part of it. Yeah, I, I don't think it was the end-all, be-all. And clearly the coaching staff was not all that into the idea. So I think there's a disconnect. And that's been highlighted pretty well from all the reporting. So I, I think that was Howie's idea. It wasn't Doug's idea. And that's how everything went sour. So given that Doug is gone and Howie's still here, maybe they still want to do that stuff. Maybe they even talked to Sirianni about it. I, I don't know. But if Howie's still interested in that, Mariota makes sense.
1: Now, if you want to bring, say, like a triple option in, right, or, or have another quarterback, someone else who can handle the ball on the field, why can't we just get a fullback? Like, what, what is wrong with fullbacks? It's not
0: 1998 anymore. Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't <laughs> exist. That's not a thing, Matthew. Look, I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about, you know, Stop trying like, to make fullbacks happen.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not talking about the guy that lowers his head and runs through the A gap and tries to spear a linebacker. I'm not talking about a neck roll guy, right? This isn't the Mike Allstott fullback. I'm talking why can't we get like a skinny tight end and make him a fullback? Why can't we have a Kyle Yusek type of player? Right? If we're going to do different things with the offense, Why would it have to be putting two quarterbacks on the field? Why not put someone who's designed to be a skilled player with a little bit of extra toughness, right? A skilled player with a sprinkle (laughs) of, you know, lower your shoulder and hit somebody.
0: Mm. What's so wrong with that? (laughs) Not that kind of game anymore, man. It's a finesse I, I game. More. It's a less, how many points can we score? Go, go, go. Ain't nobody punching anybody in the mouth anymore. I'm not talking about Lorenzo. Is <laughs> this isn't like Lorenzo Neal that I need out there. You want right? Larry nope. Center's out there getting seventy you catches know, a game. <laughs> what they should do, instead of
2: two quarterbacks, John Ritchie or whatever, the skillful John Ritchie that you're talking about, <laughs> they should just draft players. Like wide receivers that can get open.
0: <laughs> then, that, that is a, we we, and and thats an interesting concept. Stuff. That's <laughs> an interesting concept, Rob.
1: And we thought my ideas were ludicrous. <laughs> I think Howie, 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 if you're
3: listening. Yeah,
1: Vince, fullbacks or no? <laughs> no,
3: there's something to be said for fullbacks. Oh God! If there is, is going for it, if nobody in the league is going for it then that means because there's like three or four teams that actually have a fullback. So with that being the case, that means there's a lot of guys that probably could play the position and play really well that nobody's interested in because it's not trendy. So could you pick up some guy off of the absolute scrap heap? I mean, we're talking seventh round undrafted, whatever, (laughs) that could be pretty damn good at being a fullback. Yeah, absolutely. And think about this too, because now the more I'm thinking about it, the more it makes sense. Nick Sirianni. Run based team, right? If we're if we're looking at the Colts and running the ball all the time, like that's one of those things where a fullback makes sense. Maybe they should consider a fullback. I don't know if it's Lorenzo Neal, like you're saying, but if they can get a guy that can block a little bit and catch the ball, that's a running back. They've had four running backs on the roster at a time in a given year, have three and a fullback, and you can run that guy on special teams too. It's all the same. So yeah, like. If you can get some kind of specialist and work him in there, that's something valuable, and they should consider. It. No I mean, doubt. you know
2: who else tried to talk themselves into doing something that the league wasn't doing, and thought it was <laughs> going to be a good idea? The 2019 2020 Sixers, when they put four power forwards on the floor, But <laughs> then it doesn't work.
3: All right, we're getting Al Horford to put them at fullback.
2: And it's going to be great. No, no, keep Al Horford away from my city.
4: Him exactly. and his sister, and all, and of sister all, of all of them.
1: All the Horfords. Listen, Elton got drunk with power. It's understandable. <laughs> but right, like, uh, what was I going to say? I was some something about fullbacks. Yeah, probably something about fullbacks. But it just <laughs> it makes too much sense to me.
0: What's the deal with fullbacks? No.
1: Yeah, but it's like if you have a Sirianni, right, who's going to be, you know, employing a run-based attack. Hell, he gave carries to Trey Burton last year out yeah. of the backfield, right? Like this is something I think he wants to do. Why not give him the personnel to do it? Wait, Trey Burton was on the Colts.
0: Yeah, yeah, he got hurt to the Colts. Yeah, I haven't paid attention. They had three yet.
1: tight ends. It was like Trey Burton, Mo Ali, Cox which is a fantastic football name. Exactly. and It's a
3: great name.
1: Jack Doyle, <laughs> who looks like Andrew yeah. Luck left him alone on a Civil War battlefield.
2: <laughs> he sounds like a fullback. <laughs> oh.
4: right,
0: let me check my notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we, we, we brought up the Sixers, and... <laughs> The fact that they had more power forwards, but what we can be happy about that team is the fact that both Joel and Ben made the All Star team. Now you gotta be happy about that. But I need to ask you, Rob Manoff, was there a third Snixer that was snubbed no. for a spot on the All Star team? Did Tobias Harris deserve to be an All Star?
2: Yes. Was he stubbed? No. <laughs> <If> <laughs> so there's nobody sense.
0: you're taking all for him. That's I guess. No, that's I, I that's mean, what you can you can,
2: you can pretty much. I mean, the East. When you look at the All Star list in the East. Out of the 12 players, there's probably 18 that, you know, were, should have been considered or should have been in there. So, and I think Tobias, as much as I love him, and like, and I supported Tobias through a lot of shit, um, <laughs> I think he was on, he he's he falls in that 10, 11, 12 player range for the All Stars, which you can make the argument for, you know, pretty much anyone. Now, would I have put Tobias in over Sabonis? Yeah, because nobody wants to watch fucking Sabonis set screens and get a rebound and then lay the ball up in an all-star game. It just doesn't have, you know. But I would have put Trey
1: Young over Sabonis and Tobias too. All things considered, I actually like Demonis Sabonis, but he is not like, yeah, yeah. He's not an all-star game player, right? That's no. not what you want to watch, right? We're not talking fundamentals here.
0: Yeah, no. Exactly. We're talking fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: There's nothing fun about the st- de- de-
1: I'm not saying his name. Domonis Sabonis. Sorry. Kinda <laughs> exactly. sounds like Marcus Lomotis. <laughs>
0: like or Vita Sabonis. props to his daddy. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a
1: fantastic tweet uh with a picture of Sabonis that said, uh you know, shout out to whoever tweeted it. Uh this man looks like someone that John Rambo impales on a spike <laughs> twenty nine minutes into the movie.
0: <laughs> I'd,
2: rather, he does that. I'd rather have Beaumont than Sabonis. If we're gonna pick dumb, slow, big guys that are boring to watch play basketball,
1: just pick Boban. Give Jimmy Bo, yeah, Boban, Mobamba, Taco. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's a whole. There's collection a slew of, them. of yes.
4: Extra
0: large dudes out there. <laughs> that you talking read about anything. this
2: like Sabonis is big. He's not even big. I think he's like six <laughs> ten. <fall> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah, definitely Taco Fall in there. Um,
4: Taco.
3: Right, Taco
1: Fall in. And you know what? Screw. Let's just go nuts. Let's have an all Euro three point contest. I want to see Furkan representing the great state of Turkey out there jacking up threes, but he has to pump fake before every one, or Turkey. else he will not make
2: it. Turkey is a <laughs> country. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's called a state. The great state. It's a state in the European Union. <laughs> country in the European <laughs> Union. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt with the geography. They all use the same money. <laughs> they all use the same money. If it's, on, if it's on the Euro, it's a state. Are they really part of the European Union? Yeah, oddly yeah. enough. Uh, it seems like it's the I very edge of the, we, e- really? the
2: EU. Yeah. I have no idea how it works over there. Mm-hmm. But good for them. Didn't they just have like a coop? There's been there's been, issue. The there's been some issues. There's
1: been some issues. How can <laughs> you be part of the European Union if you're... Say, Ladies
0: and gentlemen, it's the diplomatic portion of the show.
2: <laughs> Ernest Cantor can't even go home.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, Enos, you, you cannot come home. Enos. Uh, <laughs> Furcon's still good with everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you actually brought Turkey
2: up though because AI went there, right? Huh? To play for a season? I don't know. I think so, but like I think you're right. So I'm gonna shout out my guy, Serge. Iverson. Yeah. I don't think so.
3: Yeah, no, Iverson went. Iverson I, totally went to Turkey. He went. Oh uh, no, that like was 32 or something. Like he was yeah, young. Yeah.
2: I was thinking Israel. That was um, what's him called? Went to Israel. Uh The big guy. He played from the Knicks, Lamar. played for the Suns. Mar- Stoudemire? Saddamire. Yeah. He went to Israel. But talking about this now, um, shout out my guy Serge from Trend Basket. And I think he does some Penny Line stuff. I met him oh, yeah. like Surge one of the very man. first Sixers games Surge I ever covered. I met him. He sat next to me. And he's one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. And ever since then, I've had a soft spot for Turkish players. Oh, yeah, Serge. He's man. a big, he's a big,
0: he's from I Turkey. I covered you know? uh, Union with Serge. Yeah, he's awesome. He, just kick it in the press box. Yeah, or just the man. So that's my Turkey story.
2: So any mm-hmm. Turkish players, I got. I'm, I'm rooting for you.
1: Shout out to System of a Down. Are they Turkish? <laughs> Are they Turkish, right? Or
0: is that Armenia? <laughs> Not
2: sure. I don't know. You have a phone in your hand.
0: <laughs> like we all have access to every answer. I imagined. was trying I was trying to find
1: AI's Turkish league stats. Uh, just, um, <laughs>
0: but you uh, you spoke God. of the three point contest. What I wanna know is do we have a problem with the halftime dunk contest? Is that not too short of a time period to have a dunk contest? No, What the, is it? Everybody get a dunk and that's it? Who's got the best one? Yeah, because I don't care about the
1: dunk <laughs> contest anymore.
0: Uh, true. Like, if you're not going to put any names in it, I guess if you don't You don't have the star power that makes you want to go, hey, I want to watch the dunk contest. Right, like, who? who's you know, so in the dunk contest? Could not tell you. Exactly. Could not tell you. Um, Rob up do you know who's in the dunk contest?
2: No, it's um, Anthony Simons. Anthony. Um, Anthony? He's yeah. in the dunk contest from, Penny? from Portland.
1: He's um, not even a starter. I, I don't
2: know. I so I'm not a big like all star guy. Um, especially like last year and this year, like covering the team. The the all star weekend was kind of a week was kind of like a time for me to like not worry about things or think about basketball. So I never really dove into it, um, and I could kind of care less about the game. About the dunk contest. Ever since they stole the dunk contest from Megadala, too. I, oh yeah, that was highway yeah. robbery. Yeah,
0: that, we will never live that down in this city. <laughs> no,
2: he jumped over. What did he do? Jump over a car, or was that the one he jumped over? Spud Webb. I think he jumped over Spud Webb. Yeah, he
0: jumped over Spud Webb. Yeah, that was yeah.
2: stupid. He's four foot ten. Who
0: cares? Yeah, they gave it. The f- Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, Nate Robinson won because he jumped over Spud Webb. But uh, Iguodala caught the ball off the backboard, went back around the backboard, and dunked the ball. That's insane. Yeah.
1: I mean, Nate Robinson's degree of difficulty is increased because he is in fact a small human. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but then, yeah, that's but the like, thing. You're giving him more credit because he's short. Oh, this is automatically more impressive because he's short, even though he could do a regular-ass dunk. A late? dunk that if he was 6'8", it'd be a 42 or some crap like that. You're giving him a 50 because he's 5'9". That's bullshit.
2: <laughs> what I said. So, yeah, screw the All-Star game.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I'll probably not watch it. I like the spectacle, but I'm like, I'm not worried about like, you cramming this shit in the halftime. No, know. <laughs> nothing
2: about the All-Star game makes sense. I'm going to go on a rant for a second because it's like, oh, we're canceling games, but let's bring a whole bunch of people from a whole bunch, from of, from a different whole bunch of different areas. Let's stick them all in one game and hope to God none of them test positive. <laughs> because if you come out at All-Star break, right, and every All-Star has to quarantine... You're ruining your product.
0: Exactly. So
2: let's hope they They're don't are literally taking the best player off every team and yeah. telling them to go play. Imagine yeah. the first week back, every All-Star is uh, out
1: due to health and safety. They're doing protocols. contract treasoning and shit. <laughs> the Sixers are starting Mike Scott and Tony Bradley.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Mike Scott back on the bench dressing even though nah, he's hurt. <laughs> it's a good thing Tobias gets stubbed
2: then. Yeah. Exactly. Got one up on the rest of them. At least we have Toby.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Another great thing about the Thing game is that, that Doc will be the coach Yeah, at the Arthur game. So that's cool. It's great to see Doc do that and, and be delivered that with a 50-point monster so performance. I wanted to ask him. So, I, you know, I've asked a few questions here and
2: there, but I don't think I'm comfortable enough joking. So the game that he was, if they won, he actually in his press conference said that he'd rather be golfing. And I covered yeah, the next game, and I wanted to raise my hand and say, hey, Doc, how mad are you at a bead right now?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it ruins your teeth, time. <laughs> <sighs>
2: are you still drinking, Vince?
3: Oh, yeah, I'm still drinking. <laughs> of oh, <yeah. laughs> Of course. I'm, I'm having time tonight, dude. I, I've been working, because it's weird. I mean, you guys do it, too, so you know the deal is. But, like, uh, it, it's just been nonstop through the weekend. And it's it's early mornings, late nights and I gotta I just gotta pick spots. Like that's one of the things that I've gotten older and I've been in this longer. I just pick spots where I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit what day of the week it is or whatever's going on. Like if I need to just take a couple of hours to do my own thing and take a night off, like that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm I'm having a couple of beers, I'm shooting the shit and uh, I'm living it up. I'm living my best life right now.
0: <laughs> I hear you man, especially with all that FCF stuff you got going on and shout out to uh Vince Quinn and all his FCF stuff, Matt, I know Andrew, I'm part of it, like, all that stuff is amazing, and then everything you putting into it, you deserve your time, Vince. You, you sit back, you relax, you chill, you enjoy it. You soak it in.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That FCS stuff is going to put me in an early grave, but I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so dumb, and so crazy, and so amazing, and brilliant at the same time, like, the whole thing is just, it's so ridiculous, but it's awesome. It's, I mean... You're picking the plays, drafting the players, and there's all this controversy already. Like, that mm-hmm.
0: league is... Exactly. Gold, I want to see my life goals. I want to see Vince Quinn on the sideline of the FCF with the, <laughs> with the play sheet over space. face. <laughs> uh, Andy Reid calling the plays, <laughs> telling people what to do. That is, it's <laughs> awesome to me. Just the whole spectacle of it is awesome. I mean, yeah,
1: we've got to prepare for another draft tomorrow night. And, like, today you go on the FCF app, and we have to try to pick... Who our team is going to franchise for this week's draft? Right? Do we take the quarterback who's able to scramble and get us a TD, or do we take Kalen Campbell, the guy who's probably the best running back in the league, but we never use? So we're basically <laughs> just hoarding him at this point. Vince, how many runs you have got the glacier all this Kalen Campbell yeah. stock? <laughs> how many gla- How many runs have the Glacier Boys called in total? You think oh, seven?
3: Well, not many. I think it's. I think it's under. He 10. is Andy Reid. ten. And part of that is by design, right? Like we've talked about it on the show because on the on the Thursday episodes of Marcher, like we've come up with game plans where it's literally the only runs that we're calling are quarterback draws. <laughs> so the quarterback he's doing everything. And here's the interesting thing: I'll say this here because we we haven't announced this formally, but I'll say it here. So what we're having on Thursday is the quarterback of the Glacier boys. David Pindell is going to be on the podcast on Thursday. At least that's, that's how it's lined up right now. So we're going to ask him about that and like how he feels that we don't call any run plays whatsoever (laughs) for actual running backs. But that's the thing is like, we don't think you need to. And that just seems to be our game plan. So that affects drafting and all that stuff. And I'm curious to see how he feels about it, but, He's got good legs. Pindel can run. So, like, fuck it. We're not going to call runs. We're just going to let the quarterback sneak it once in a while, and every other call is a pass. That's it.
1: Yeah, he was an athletic dual-thread guy uh, when he was at UConn. And, yeah, he's definitely impressed with both his arm and his athleticism so far. But I, that's what I think is so cool about the FCF, right? Like, they're going to talk to the quarterback of the team And then they can use that to adjust their play calls from here on out, right? And if that gets enough around to enough Glacier Boys supporters and owners, you know, we can make an actual definitive change in the game plan. Now, naturally, I've been held yeah, out of these exactly. strategy meetings being Mr. <laughs> fullback and all that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. They, they, they don't want your opinion at all,
1: Mr. Yeah. Fullback. You, sh- you should see me in the Discord chat when I'm just like, hey, guys, I think we should really try to grab that defensive line now. And they're like, shut up.
0: He's <laughs> like, I'm telling
1: yeah. you, guys, the player is fullback, blast, right. Let's go. Stop trying to draft the tall white receiver.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to get the short white ones. Belichick yeah. mood.
1: I mean, the guy, what, Iron yeah, is probably one of the, the best wideouts in the world. league. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Toivinen?
1: To yeah, Toivinen. Toivinen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's good. That dude's good, man.
1: Do mm-hmm. you guys draft every week? Yes. Every Wednesday. Every they, week. They have like this thing. It's called the Heads Up Challenge, right? Where they have a uh, defensive back go up against. A wide receiver and a quarterback and they rotate through and then whoever does the best out of that those players end up with power-ups yeah so when you draft a defense or that player or the quarterback you get a different special ability for that game like you can call a fifth down you can get a flip the field where instead of turning it over on downs you can force the other team to start at their 10-yard line that type of thing really yeah so I won't lie, and I love you guys.
2: Um, I haven't really been able to follow along, mm-hmm. so I'm learning all this now. And uh, you're gonna really mess up my school. Yeah. Well, if I'm not watching the Sixes, I might end up yeah. watching it.
1: Well, we were just Baron Davis, the man himself, he tweeted out today. Yo, why isn't there a fan controlled basketball league?
0: Oh, that would be insane. I can see Man of the to the whole, <laughs> to the
4: whole. No, nah, I won't.
3: I won't be there, no. <laughs> no.
4: Yeah. Nope. They're
3: talking about that. They're talking about that seriously. I mean, they had league... So, here's the thing with this league, too, is they have league executives that are on the broadcast. So, like, imagine Roger Goodell is calling a game. Like, that's, <laughs> that's insane. Every single week
4: with this league. It's crazy.
3: So, one of the things that they mentioned on one of the broadcasts is the idea that they're going to do this. Like, once they get a couple of seasons of this and they get this thing right, they want to do it with other leagues they, and, and other sports. So, They've talked about it. I would figure baseball, basketball, uh, I don't know too do. Like, if you're doing all that stuff, maybe hockey. I don't know if people care enough about hockey. But, like, that's oh. the whole idea, though. They,
1: Shots man, fired. Like Hockey's too difficult.
3: I'm just saying. like
0: You ain't you controlling it, no
1: hockey pocket, play. Is
3: it is. Is it worth, how, much, how many people do you get from fan-controlled hockey? I don't know. But it, <laughs> Every face-off fight. Like Were fan-controlled basketball? Oof. <laughs>
0: Oh man, it's it's getting spooky, dude. This like, is like I don't know if you guys watch uh, watch Black Mirror that was on Netflix, but this is what it sounds like. Pretty soon, you just be able to take over the consciousness of the athlete of your choice and make him do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just
1: like, uh, why aren't you guys jumping at this? I've I, I want to get Tony Roten back in basketball. Like, come on, this is our <laughs> chance. <laughs> this is our
0: Tony Roten back
1: in basketball. Do do you? Why did no that one that hit Tim Tebow up for, for the team. FCF already? Oh, we've been trying. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Gordon signing up. I saw. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. They don't have drug test? App- apparently not.
4: <laughs> oh, good,
1: for, good for him, man. Clearly not. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting. It's it's
2: wait. It's so different. Josh Gordon, like, I'm not gonna hate on FCF. He's gonna
1: torch people if he plays. Oh, probably, yeah. Uh, like it's not even gonna be close. He will be franchise. See, that's the thing. It's a very short field. So, like, as fast as he is, he only has so far that he can run. Yeah. Right? So it's not like maybe if he gets on a crossing route and turns up immediately, but he's going to run out of space real quick. So he can definitely get open for a catch, but after that how much he'll be able to do is, you know, sort of up to him.
2: Do they tackle?
1: Yes, they tackle.
2: Nobody's going to be able to tackle. They ta- no, it's there two are hands- walls, too. It's oh, two-hand wow. touch, man. Yeah, oh. hey, 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 they they How <laughs> are we supposed to know? <laughs> it could be play. actually, this is know, a, this it, it is an is ultimate was, hold on, hold Frisbee on. League. Hold on. in my defense before you say, oh, man, if you don't know anything. <laughs> I leave my house at five forty five and I get home at midnight. The only thing that I have that's fun during those times are the Sixers and FaceTime my kids. So I'm no, sorry. No. All right? I didn't know it was tackle football.
0: It could be rough touch. It closely resembles what you've seen in the arena league as far as the pads That's what the I figured field. when he said half it was a short field, field. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Plus,
2: plus, you know, I, I saw Vince hop on board and I was like, I don't want nothing to do with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I got drinks at 3 in the afternoon.
1: Well, and, you know, we have <laughs> a – right.
2: He's trouble.
1: We have Andrew involved, too. Now, he is actually a owner of a rival team. See, Andrew,
2: yeah. like, 100% makes sense. Yeah. You know, being an XFL guy and kind of the
1: fringe football things, like... Exactly. Speaking of which, he has an update coming out I on know, the Spring
0: League. I, I put the Spring League article out. I edited it, published that out. this morning, I'm pretty sure by now it has 3,000 some odd views from yeah. all corners of the internet for some fucking reason. Because this yeah. shit
1: gets that type of play. It, it, it's gone wild on alternate football Reddit. <laughs>
3: exactly. Like the alternate <laughs> football
0: community. The secret alternate football community. I downloaded Reddit.
3: It's crazy how big it is, man, because now that I've been on the FCF stuff, I'm realizing the amount of people that cover all these different leagues, like they're all popping up on my Twitter sphere if you will. And it is <laughs> deep, and it is dedicated and it's like wild. I mean, I thought I was a football diehard, and I see where these guys are at, where they're covering the spring league all the time. It's like, holy shit, man, like it's a whole other animal. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you never know who you're going to get to interact with, right, uh, during these leagues. Like, all of a sudden, I'm jumping into the Glacier Boys Reddit, and like, I'm in a back and forth with Big Panda Dick Johnson, right? You know, this is this is the reality. Excuse me, sir? That was his username. <laughs> I can...
0: big Panda, I'm cool. I'm off on the whole FCF <laughs> thing every, now. Every, every I, every I only word refer word. to him I'll as
1: uh,
4: BP <laughs> DJ. <laughs> or 420...
3: Or, you know, like 69, Great number. It's, it's, it's,
4: all, Great
1: number. it's all sex and drugs. <laughs> yeah, it's like shocker 69, like, shouldn't you be on the zappers? <laughs> Good point, Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's a spy! <laughs> yeah, but it, it has cut into my flyers time a little bit, but luckily they've mostly been off. So, I mean, what the, the real issue now is they're starting a three-game set with the Penguins, and the Penguins are having players drop out as of today, this afternoon, for COVID protocol reasons. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind. The Flyers have looked okay. They beat the Sabres twice, so they're moving in the right direction again. <laughs> a little three-game win Star- there. Starting to get healthy. Three-game set against the Penguins, always important especially to beat them, yeah. but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's so hard to generate any momentum right now for them because hockey just hasn't really had the luck, it seems, that the NBA has had for whatever reason. Probably I just because I think the teams are bigger, most likely. Oh,
2: you mean COVID.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Right, there's, what, 12, 13 guys on an NBA roster typically? Right. uh hockey there's mm-hmm. 17 18 20 goalies staff extra coaches you know
2: so i'm also curious too about like i think it, with the, i think a lot of basketball players had it prior mm-hmm. um and they they they're saying a bunch of them had already uh they're testing positive twice now um but it could just be a testing thing but i wonder if that's that has a big thing into it if you know nba players just happened to get it prior to that and now hockey's starting to get
1: it so you you don't you don't have that defense to it well i know a lot of people after you get it you will test positive for a certain period of time yeah. afterwards so even after you've been cleared been through protocols you're going to test positive for anywhere i've heard from like 2 to 6 months afterwards mm-hmm. so it's you know you almost can't tell no. that it's yeah
0: breaking news. If if anybody's inquiring about a tight end, the Vikings have just cut uh, Kyle Rudolph. So he can be may, a fullback. It makes it a little bit easier for you to get rid of Zach Ertz <laughs> if you wish. Also, yeah, maybe he can play fullback for you. <laughs> there you go, Matt. But what is Kyle Rudolph? like? Oh, two, two he step- was the eighth reindeer. Duh. He's like, what?
1: <laughs> two steps slower than Zach Ertz at this point? They're like practically the same guy. Only Rudolph has more tattoos. Can he block? Can he block? Here's the goal. I don't even know if he mind. can think at this
2: point Here's the goal <laughs> of this the Eagles season And it's to not get a catastrophic energy, Injury to hurts Shouldn't it be about production Shouldn't it be about We don't anything? even want to care about winning Pro- games protect the quarterback, Everybody
0: play 16 games
2: Protect the quarterback And try to figure it out if some people can play
1: He's a 6 foot quarterback who likes to run He's going to get hurt There's nothing, well, There's <laughs> nothing in the world That they can do to get him through a full season What's wrong with 6 footers? Nothing. But in the NFL, that's small. Yeah, but... Right? That's not... He's not built for an extended season and the way he plays.
0: He ain't lying. I mean, the NFL stands for naturally fucking large.
1: That's what it stands for. Like, it's different when you're Drew Brees and you maybe scramble like six times a year. Normally, you can make it through a full year at that size. Exactly, Jalen Hurts, that being like his option B or C on any and every play... He's gonna get banged up. He's gonna get hurt. He's gonna have to miss series, maybe a game or two, nah, maybe extended time. I think I'm gonna be a Hurts fan. I mean, I would
2: <laughs> like to be. <laughs> you think? <Yeah. laughs> no, I mean, just you, you saw like the, the debate, the, the Carson versus the Hurts people, and I never took a side because I don't know football. Like I don't know it. Like I think I know it, but I think I'm gonna be an obnoxious Hurts fan. <laughs> yeah. just, like, oh, like, crazy you clearly,
0: Jalen's the best quarterback we've ever <laughs> had, man.
1: Like, listen, Tua Tungvailoa cut his Achilles. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's just what I heard, man.
2: <laughs> you would never hear me say that. You want to know why? There's no way, I'm saying that name.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Man, I was gonna be like, listen, I know somebody at the Crimson and White, you know, student newspaper at Alabama, got I some inside info. Alabama. Bam- <laughs> Not gonna name my source. Exactly. But she goes by. Ashley M. Wood. Yes. <laughs> AMW. <laughs> mm-hmm. eh, I mean, I I hope I can root for Hertz. I have to root for him.
0: What else am I going to do? Exactly. You got to. Until mm-hmm. they bring Foles back. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, like, me seeing that proposed trade for like a week and a half, oh, uh, went I'm to not- Chicago for like two number ones and Foles. And I'm like, wrong with you people? I would, why would you bring the headache back here?
1: I would have taken two number ones over what we got.
0: Yeah, true. Oh, for sure. I'd have brought Foles back. Who the hell cares? Yeah. We'll why not? any worse? It's like a two and a three that could possibly be a one. If it, it'll be okay.
3: seventeen things happen. And- <laughs>
4: Yeah,
1: no, it's just...
3: You guys are sick if you want folds back. You're sick. I You're don't want partoony. folds back. Wait, did you hear that come out of my
0: mouth?
2: Listen. 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 Ah. listen. I'm here for violence today. I don't know if you guys know <laughs> this. woke but up. But I, I woke up. <laughs> and, and chose violence. No, I woke up and I went to work and then I saw some shit and I decided to choose, choose violence. So, <laughs> let's draft... Uh, Mike Jones or Mac Jones. <laughs> Let's bring Foles back. Let's blow it all up. All right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just piss everybody off. We'll Take just get quarter, everybody. You six,
0: bring back Foles.
1: Yeah. Zach Wilson. China the, the, the Mormon Mahomes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go That's, with that again. I will say Mormon Mahomes as many times as I possibly we can. we get it on a t shirt. Be, between na- Between now and draft day. He is he is this year's Mariota for me, right? I was riding with Chip <laughs> like a Damn. like a desperado up that draft board for Marcus Mariota. It did not happen. I was in a dive bar. I blacked out that night for obvious reasons. <laughs> Shout out to Jay's Elbow Room for being fantastic. Um, Where is that? Uh, it's right on Seventy Three. Right, it's uh, across from like the Uno Pizzeria. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been there, man. <laughs> taking notes now. I don't go off to that bougie area. <laughs> the bougie 73. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a road. What? <laughs> Talking about bougie a road, road? Bougie.
0: Yeah. I had a potty-ass oh, ass road. I, 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 I that had that a pothole
1: there today.
2: What, because it's got Wawa
1: up? instead of 7-Eleven?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you ever driven up 73? Yeah. <laughs> or to, to get here. Exactly. Look at all the house. That's all like Marlton and Mount Laurel and... Yeah, that's bougie. I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I only have three bedrooms. He's a gangster. <laughs> three bedrooms. Three bedrooms. That's not bad. What? That's pretty good. I, I'm about to have my third kid. Well, that's your problem. I have two cats and a dog. Well, I then. Made, like, my whole house I is decided really You just two of them in the same room. <laughs> Finish that basement. <laughs> I don't know. What I was, uh, I do know. My wife just shouted at me for that today, too. Let's, let's go. Oh.
1: Check See, your notes. Yeah. I don't have my notes. No notes. No notes. <laughs> I think our last thing is our uh, worst opening game hey, you ever from the press
0: box. That's our storytelling mode. You know, it's, you know, the uh, Philly season just started. We've all been there in one way or form or fashion, seeing the remnants of a season when you know something is going terribly wrong. For me, it was, I believe it was two seasons ago, two years ago, when they first brought the Wings back. That inaugural season was the season from hell. I remember going to the opening game and them getting shellacked, and going, "This is going to be a long year. (laughs) This team is awful. What the hell is this? I'm watching. Like I know about the game of the cross, you know." I come up as a fan of it Like growing up When the wings were Originally here You know I was a fan So I'm like What is this This stinks And you get a notion Immediately What this season Is going to entail And you knew They were going to be bad Like I'm going to show up Repeatedly Week after week And watch them lose This is what's going to happen Let me get used to it now So I ask you two, Have you ever seen The opening game Of a season And realized This is a dumpster fire This shit is going south <laughs> First game of the Eagles last year. Yeah. <laughs> you knew you knew after they yes, blew that 17-point lead, the shit you. was over.
1: <laughs> Vince, how about you? Worst opener you've covered?
3: Uh, worst opener, I haven't covered any games because I'm, I'm a schlub that sits in the studio. I don't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> but for me... Uh, I mean, yeah, honestly, I got too much of a squirrel brain for that. Like I'm in the moment. I, I do big picture things. I think of that first game from this season and it's like, oh wow, they, they had a seventeen to nothing lead against Washington. They blew that and lost the game. And if that wasn't a big indicator of what the hell was coming, I don't know what was. I mean, that the, was brutal.
2: The first game at the vet, or at the link. That was they brought out Rocky. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was all hype and stuff, and they ended up losing, right? Yep,
0: yep. I yeah.
1: know well, that's, that's a pretty bad opener. I think right because when I cover boxing, there's always, especially on the more local cards, there's usually a guy making his pro debut, right? So either he's making his pro debut against a guy who's maybe two and o, three and o, and he's like kind of a sacrificial lamb, or he's making his pro debut. Against a guy who's like oh and two like one five and three something like oh, that. Oh yeah, I got
0: a story. I'll let right? you
1: finish. So then it's like you, you always got to watch for that. It's like because I have seen a lot of bad opening pro debuts. I, I saw one dude. He was thirty years old. So I gave him all the credit in the world just for being out there. But he was fighting. It was like a welterweight, right? And he was a little guy. He was maybe five six, five seven. His opponent was six one. This man was getting jabbed to hell, and eventually he got stopped in like the fourth round because he was too tough for his own good, and he was like whoa, wobbling on his way out. It was it was rough, and it wasn't even like he did bad; like he did whatever he could. He was just in there in a terrible matchup.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been to the box matches lately. I remember it was what they had. It was uh, down at twenty three hundred arena, mm-hmm. great arena. I love. Cover box in there. And they had one fighter that was from New York. He was like the guy that's just starting out. He was yep. like one, two, and oh. And then they had like the journeyman dude. You know that dude that's like 11 and 10 and three? Mm-hmm. Like, he's either he's gonna lose, he's gonna win, or he's gonna get destroyed. But that guy was from Philly. So, you know, it was a pro Philly crowd, obviously. Yeah. We're all cheering for that guy. We're hype. It goes out. When I tell you, it was like a minute into the first round. And this dude from New York let off one of the craziest right hooks I have ever seen in my life. It hit him so hard. It was an audible gasp across the entire 2300 arena. We all went, oh, shit. And he hit the floor and went, oh. <gasps> Everybody went, and it was like, yo, he! I ain't never seen nobody get hit that hard in my life. I'm, like, watching it, going, being there live. He hit the – we were like, oh, my God. Like, we can't even, like, yeah, we can't – don't tell nobody else you're from Philadelphia, dude. Like, cut, take that shit out of the, the promo when you come out this ring. <laughs> Hailing from somewhere else, bro, because don't put that on us. I was like wow like what a debut for that kid in this city for his first fight in the city to put that dude's lights out in such a dramatic fashion where the entire crowd gasped at the same time.
1: Oh, I remember now. It was the probably the worst one in terms of like a debut I can talk about. It was this guy Rob uh Rosby Ramirez, right? He was a Cuban national two-time Olympic gold medalist, right? Made his pro debut at the Liacor Center. It was supposed to be like on a Carl Frampton title fight undercard. Frampton had to pull out. So uh Jason Sosa, the kid from Camden, he was the uh, lead up. So this fight like moved up the card and had more importance, even though it was only a four-rounder. So he was fighting uh this Hispanic guy out of like Colorado, and you know. He knew, right, everybody knew, like, oh, this was, you know, a setup, you know, Cuban guy, two-time Olympic gold, <laughs> like, this is about to be a showcase. was like, oh, wow, finally, this long-awaited debut. And he comes out, and he just has a dud, right? He gets knocked down in the first round, and then just it looked like maybe he was gun-shy or just something didn't click, right, from moving to am- from amateur and Olympic boxing to pro boxing, but he just... Like, he never got off, right? Like, every time he threw a punch, he connected, and he looked impressive. But he never threw more than, like, a one-two or, like, a one-two and then a hook and then backed away. And this other guy just came at him and was aggressive the entire fight, and he walked away with, like, a life-changing victory, at like you know he he went to two five and three <laughs> and it's like oh my god i'm gonna get to fight this guy again on like another espn broadcasted card i'm gonna make a decent check and it was it was a weird feel good story feel bad story at the same time and it was like oh god we may have just ruined the best prospect in the division's career but really good for this guy <laughs> yeah so that was that was a that was a Good, bad moment, but it's one that sticks out for sure. I I never
2: covered a uh, opening game.
0: Ever been to one? It was been like opening day at the Phillies, and none of that. No, first game of the year for the Sixers, none of that. This guy,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't, can't, I can't even. I got nothing.
0: You ever even watch like, have you covered, like, watching the Sixers, being such a, a yeah. Sixers fan, you ever seen something where, like, maybe there were aspirations, maybe there was high hopes, and then you saw the first game you watched that season and said, no, this team is going to be trash. The a- yeah, the
2: Sixers. Uh, that's every year.
0: That's every year. <laughs> well, up until the past couple of years, they're always
2: trash. Yeah. I think one year they beat the Cavs when LeBron was there, though. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. That's not bad. Yeah. You know, unless you were tanking, I think they still won like ten games. I think that was a ten game year. No, when was that? That was Michael Carter Williams' rookie year. So
1: that's all I got. Oh, Michael Carter Williams. Uh, MKW. KJ McDaniel's. <laughs> uh, Let's get the- him back in fan controlled basketball. Oh yeah, FCB KJ McDaniel's. I don't. I can't see how that's not a great idea. And
2: control basketball? Yeah. Have you ever, like, interacted with basketball fans?
1: Briefly. Like, it's Everything awful. Everything is dunked that yeah.
0: shit. It's awful. Two for like, three. Every, it's either have, threes or dunks. There is no mid-range game. You're going to have a bunch bad of— bad now.
1: Oh, no. I, I, there we go. I am a huge mid-range voter.
0: <laughs> Insane in the mid-range. <laughs> I'm trying
1: to set up an 18-footer every play. <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of people, like,
2: hidden behind their favorite player's picture or some anime pictures— Yelling that LeBron is better than MJ or some shit when they have never watched either (laughs) one of them. NBA NBA fans and social media, like basketball fans. Oh, yeah. It's It's like a bunch of, it's like a, you know, the weight room in like Call of Duty or Halo or something. It's like that. But you don't know if they're actually like 12 or 40. (laughs) But they just yell and say things. So, no, I don't want that. But it would be cool.
0: I'm playing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll play. You'll be fan controlled. Yeah, <laughs> fan yeah I'll, control be, Rob I'll be
2: FCF's TJ McConnell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will absolutely.
3: Rob Mano from the logo. <laughs> For three.
0: Just call me. We're gonna take.
3: Sort, we're we're going to start a last out cannabis cup, and then we're going to start fan controlled basketball.
0: And there you have
1: it. Yeah, just call me. Ta- call me take charge. I'm setting the trend. I'm abs- <laughs> I'm absolutely ready to take charge. Take charges all day long. You need somebody to go out and get a blocking foul? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm guy. Yeah. How are we gonna have a cannabis cup? Is anybody gonna join? I don't know. It's just gonna be me. Like, how do I train, I train for that? Every Every
3: favorite cannabis favorite cannabis yeah, cup. no, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. We we organize it in New Jersey and we're good. It's totally good. We're done. I, I got it. it's
2: We can do up. it in PA. It's decriminalized. Just to let you know.
3: It's decriminalized, but it's not legal. You know what I mean? Like, it's cares. Different. What do you want? So yeah. now Jersey, <laughs> are you? What no, are you afraid of? A ticket,
4: Vince?
1: No, I can't afford. Just, I don't. I don't boy. think I could
2: afford a ticket. <laughs> you can't afford the ticket, <laughs> No, nah, I'm just joking. We can do it in my man? backyard.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, he needed some weed the other day. Did you see Snoop Dogg? Getting so mad at Madden, he rage quit because the guy caught like a crazy up and out and scored a touchdown. He took his headphones off and walked the fuck away. Speaking of crazy videos, (laughs) I'm like, are you serious? The most mellow dude ever rage quits at a video game? There was no weed around for you, Snoop. The comment was high enough. Must not have been.
2: You see the video online? It was going
0: around. uh, I think on
2: Twitter, the uh, the kid was in Game Seven. Against the Utah Jazz with the yes. Sixers, yep. On NBA 2K, uh, yeah. Web. he Joel came down and like made a dunk or a layup or something, put him up one or two to win the game with like a second left. They passed the the, the computer, passed the ball in, and hit a three quarters uh, long shot. Oh win. wow! Game seven of his season in the championship.
0: That's insane. Yeah. Tossing the that game across with, the room. Yeah. Oh, I, I would have definitely Tossing turned, turned that bitch off before he can save. <laughs> I,
1: I wouldn't even know what to do. Like I would just walk away and then find a corner. I'd put my my PlayStation up for sale.
4: I would never <laughs> yeah. play
2: again. Waste all that time for that to happen. Screw you.
0: I've, I've been there. I've been Madden. I've, I think what two couple weeks ago I was playing Madden and I was in the Super Bowl. And I was I forget who I was playing with because like sometimes I like to create a player or whatever. I'm on the team, and I'm in the Super Bowl, and I'm I'm right there. Like, I'm driving down. It's like a minute left or whatever, and the motherfucker like, throws a pick six. Or he throws an interception, and I'm right there. Like, I'm driving. I'm in the, in the red zone, and <laughs> interception because I didn't press the wrong button or the guy never cut or the guy, he had it and then gets hit, so the ball pops up in the air, and then the computer grabs it. And then, like, that whole season, I'm going, like, 15-0. I'm 15 0 i am 15-1 or whatever, I'm 17-0 and 0 and then I lose that game. That shit sucks.
2: Yeah, right? It'd be like the Patriots losing to the Giants. <laughs> Vince,
1: how do you handle video game L's?
3: <laughs> how do I handle video game L's? I used to quit all the time. When I was playing that <laughs> franchise, then I quit constantly. Are you kidding me? I quit every time I was about to lose. That was PlayStation 2, though, so you can get away with that a little bit more than you can today. Uh, other than that, I just don't lose. I mean, I'm the greatest player <laughs> I in the world, just don't so lose. It's, it's oh, not a Jesus. Problem, this guy. <sighs> no, actually, I suck. Uh, I haven't played video games in a while. Oh, well, I've I played them all the time. I don't play sports games much anymore. Like, I don't play Madden at, at all anymore. I play FIFA with a buddy of mine, and I never watch soccer. I just play FIFA. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's the whole extent of it at this point.
1: That, I think, is the best way to take in soccer. And... On that note, with one last soccer bashing, uh, we're going to wrap things up. Vince, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell them about Last Out Media's new project and where to find that.
3: Well, yeah, so we we hit on a little bit before, but it's called FCF Owners Box, which is soon to be FCB, I guess, because fan-controlled basketball. (laughs) So we'll expand. Um, It's FCFOwnersBox.com. We just put out the playbook, so we're Keeping track of the playbook for the leagues, so or putting that out there so people can, you know, know what the plays are as they're calling them during the course of the game. Uh, and of course, obviously, just with Last Out Media in general, we're doing podcasts. So it's not just this podcast, but all the other podcasts that you hear within the network. Producing those shows, editing those shows, all that good stuff. We do all of it. So if you want me or John Barcher or John Crichton, all, all of us, everybody here in the building uh, working on your show, we can do that for you. Hit us up, LastOutMedia.com.
1: Right. That, that's just, that's just so great. It does that so well. It's almost exactly. like it, it's
0: almost like it's his job or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh if you're gonna find your boy Bobby Doves I'm always on Twitter at YoungSpud thirteen uh, eighty five, Instagram, Robbo the writer. You can go to Amazon, get the book, Hope Over Hurt. It's on Amazon. You can get it in <laughs> paperback or digital. Also, tomorrow 8 p.m. Eastern. I will be on the Process Portable Power Hour. It's a new weekly show we're doing with our boy Dan Morgan. I will be involved. Some other guys you may have heard of. We're going to be doing that. That's every week on Wednesday, 8 p.m. Check that out. Also, last thing I wrote was uh, Sixers and all the rules for them having fans. Sixers and Flyers having fans back at Wells Fargo Center. Uh, check that out. It's on the Last Out Media, and of course. Any of the late breaking news with the Eagles, whether they move somebody or get anybody new, I'll have that for you.
2: Rob Manoff, you can find me on Twitter at ManoffRM. Um, Pretty much just tweet anything Sixers, probably talking about trading for Kyle Lowry. Um, (laughs) I promise I will write something soon that's not covering the game. Um, Last year I think I did like a trade deadline tracker. Where I just kept updating with like rumors and stuff like that. So I'm gonna try to do that again. Um and then post all star break I'll be back, you know, covering games here and there, fixing
1: airplanes and that's it. And looking for challengers in the cannabis cup.
0: <laughs> I don't
2: think you can really taking on all comers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm his promoter, I'm his manager. We we ain't ducking nobody. We taking all comers. <laughs>
2: I'm not competing anybody. You just come hang out. We can <laughs> have yeah. food or something and watch some basketball or something. All right?
1: <laughs> trying to be a grown-up.
4: <laughs>
1: I am at Maratea. You can find me at m 22 That's M-M-A-R-A-T-E-A on Twitter, on Instagram, on Untapped, on, I don't know. Are there other apps? I assume.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Apple. Not on TikTok. If I am on TikTok, tell me.
0: OnlyFans. Yeah, you can find him on OnlyFans. Uh,
1: you know, watch, watch me drink from a pickle jar should be fun.
0: <laughs> you can find him at the fullback section of the combine. Yeah, <laughs> you can
1: find me at Dick Sporting Goods, pricing out neck rolls and tape. Uh, I just dropped a piece on why I think Marcus Mariota isn't the ideal quarterback for the Eagles to target this season through free agency. Uh, just want everybody to know I'm still on Team Mormon Mahomes. So let's draft him at six. Uh, be on the lookout for Flyers coverage, boxing, other things. It's all in the works. Happy to have the team around me. Happy to represent Last Out Media. And, yeah, I think that's it for us. Yeah,
0: we'll see you next time.
1: Yeah.
3: where the coach brought the starter in. Yeah. And I'm the type to tell your daughter things. I float
4: high. Don't try and cut my water